Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Optimized. Today we got Van Estabrook, one of the most knowledgeable people I know. How's oh, it going, man? It's going great. I'm Long glad to be on see here. No time. Yeah, man. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you. You've been on before, but only like once. I've been on twice. Twice, and that's not even uh, the released versions. Yeah, that's, that's true. The, that's this true. is the first released version. I don't know if you uh, know, but um. I got the new podcast rolling, optimized. And I love it. It's on, on Spotify. Spotify. Let's go. And today I just got it up on Apple as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's epic. So you're going to uh, Texas Christian University. Yeah, man. I'm a business finance bro. Yeah? Majoring in finance? Yep. Their business school. I loved it. I'm excited. What did you like about it? Well, they they really won me over. They're a very highly ranked business school, and they provided a lot of opportunities right out of college into internships. What kind of ranking are we looking at? Top 20 in the country right there. That's good. Yeah. Not as good as U of A, but still good. <laughs> What's U of A rank? Mm, I don't know, maybe like 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's definitely better. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you studying finance. Mm-hmm. How'd you decide upon finance? Well, I felt like I knew that I've always wanted to study some kind of business, but I I kind of feel like getting into specifics helps you succeed more when you get into the workforce. Uh, a lot of big companies, when, when they hire you, they're looking for that specificity in your degree. They really? want like, yeah, they want, they want to see that you don't just have a business degree. They want to see that you've got business finance or accounting or management, like something that you some area that you're really good at that you'll be able to use your knowledge for. And you want to you chose finance. I chose finance, yeah. Why not like management or something? Well, I chose finance because uh my dad's a financial planner and so I've learned a lot from him and I think it's really cool like helping people and companies manage their money properly. It's one of like the I think greatest skills that no one really worries about as much as they should like you got to be able to make a budget you got to be able to do your taxes you got to be able to take care take care of yourself financially Very if you're going to take care of yourself so you think it's a uh, right to follow your dad's footsteps maybe i'd say so i'm also excited to kind of forge my own path yeah i know you mentioned to me that you wanted to um have your own business one day and uh you know, I, that's one of the things that I want to do. Do you still want to do that? Yeah, I do. I think that'd be cool. I think, I remember you mentioned you want to open up a gym one day. Yes, I, I think do. that's awesome. Yep. I, I definitely want to get into probably the finance sector, either investment or it could be, it could be anywhere from real estate finance to investment banking to personal really? finance. Yeah. There's a lot of areas you can go into. What kind of business do you want? Um, yeah. What do you mean? Like... Because I, I don't really know right now. I'm kind of open. It's just whatever, like, whatever opportunity opens up, you know? Do you want to work, uh, like, a job before you? I think, it would, I think it would be good, too. I think it would be a good idea, too, because you got to get the get work experience. you got to know what it's like working in the industry before you go out and try to I own see. something. Very fascinating. Yeah. What like, things are you doing now to um, get you closer to that goal? Well, right now, me and a buddy of mine, we're actually starting up a side hustle right now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Very nice. What mm-hmm. what is it? We're selling we're selling refurbished golf balls. Oh yeah? Yeah. Is this uh big Mike? No, it's no? not big Mike. I guess I'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it uh we me and him me and him really love golf and we got a ton I of I know who this is. Yeah. We got a <laughs> we got a ton of golf balls. Uh huh. And 
we don't need them all so we're gonna sell them and did you know like like so many people they'll buy a brand new fresh box golf balls yeah you, you go out on the course you play hit one first tee box slice into the trees gone yeah it's a perfectly good golf ball that is now gone forever yeah we'll, we'll find that golf ball we'll take it so you're going to look for a golf oh balls. yeah oh yeah that's good because think about it it's free for us we don't have to pay anything to yeah. go look for the golf balls and then we can just sell them for a discount and uh where are you gonna sell them well we're gonna sell them online and we'll sell them probably at golf courses in the community very fascinating how are you gonna sell them at like ebay amazon ebay ebay is the best way ebay yeah maybe we get enough traction might even set our own website you never know and then would you like talk to the people at the golf course and be like you know i run a golf golf ball business i can supply you with the balls for very cheap are you going to talk to them or how are you going to sell that's them a, i think that's a good idea yeah either that or you just talk to people you talk to golfers you know promote them and direct them to that like online section oh so you can like tell them where to get cheap golf balls yeah it's like a promotion type fascinating that sounds fun mm-hmm hope that goes well thank you i appreciate it we'll see how it goes once once we get kind of past february and march and things start opening back up it's gonna we'll see how it's it goes gonna explode so are you starting that like now yeah we're getting like everything ready right now because it's not the golf season obviously so there's no one yeah. out playing but once once courses start opening up we'll see if we can get some traction get going what structures are you putting into place now Structures we put into place. Yeah. Well, we've been obviously gathering the inventory, getting the balls ready, setting up the website, setting up that eBay account. You're setting up a website. Oh, uh, eBay. Sorry, the okay. eBay site. Right now, and maybe even get a little brand action going. Really? Yeah. What's the brand name? Search and Rescue Golf. Search and Rescue Golf. Yeah, bro. Watch out for it. It's the next big thing. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. We'll it's see. It's blowing up, and I was here to witness it. <laughs> Yeah, man. If you ever if you ever need some cheap golf balls, you know where to go. Yeah, so are you still going to... Uh, I'll take a look. All right. You know, I'm getting my swing in every once in a while. Oh, yeah, I know. My golf days are coming up way in the future. I'm excited I'm for I'm going to be a pro golfer one day. I bet you are. And then a woodworker. You know what you could do? One of my favorite things about golf, people don't realize when you're going into especially business, golf is big money moves because nobody loves more than making deals on a golf course. Really? Yep. What do you mean by specialty business? Well, it doesn't matter like what, like if you're trying to pitch a sales or you're trying to get a new client, you know, or you're trying to talk to investors maybe, you're talking to coworkers, best place to do it is on a golf course. You take them out, take them out for mm -hmm. a round, play some golf, they will always have a better chance of closing the deal, That's getting great. the client. Because they love getting out there. You're in the sun, which provides you with a good a good vibe. Mm -hmm. You're hitting golf balls, which also provides you with the, it just puts them in a happy mood. Yep. Opens them up for the sale. Exactly. And it's like a professional thing, you know? Exactly. It's That's what I'm saying. professional setting. That's what I'm saying. It's a very good tip. It's all about the connections. <clears throat> That's right. And for Ben. The golf course is the best place to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You can find all ki kinds of get like professional people at the golf course especially oh, yeah. if you're like high up like you i'm not that high up no you're a pro have you met any like um helpful people at the golf course what do you mean like uh in terms of business like or a good like um good golfers or just a good connection to have good connections uh i would say good connections is is 
how you make it. I'd agree. I've I've met I've met maybe good connections maybe for maybe for a business type thing, but I made a lot of new friends and I've heard my dad who also plays golf a lot, he's met a lot of new clients golfing. Oh yeah? Yeah. So you you met those new friends. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have them for, for life. And they're gonna grow into something else. Like I'm always gonna have you as a as a finance resource. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm always trying to be real with people, try to like, you know, be nice to people because it's gonna come back. Yeah, yeah. One day I'm gonna be down in the dumps. I'm that gonna is call you exactly up right. <laughs> I had you on that podcast. Please <laughs> give me a meal. <laughs> I'll help you out anytime, man. I, I know. I saw you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Got on LinkedIn. Have you got a lot of uh, connections? Yeah, I've gotten a few. It's, I think I I feel like I'm a little late to the game on LinkedIn. I saw you on there. I think it's a great thing. I think LinkedIn. you're early to the game. You think I'm early to the game? You see how many people are on Instagram? Everybody. Mm-hmm. You see how many people are on LinkedIn? Like three people. That's true. Three. Let's see. Hmm. Huh. Three. Four people from Vista that I know are on LinkedIn. That's rough. But it's probably the best resource you can have. It is. You are exactly right. How have you um, connected with people? How has it uh, got you closer to success? Well, I've actually been able to connect to a lot of people from TCU and meet a lot of potential new people that I'll be working with there at TCU while I'm mm. in college. Who are we looking at? Who are we looking at? Well, there's this one dude that I connected with, and he's a race car driver. He's a like a... I don't know what they're even called. I'm not very good with cars, but mm, it's like NASCAR. It's like Formula No, like Formula One type. Oh yeah. Car, yeah, and he's like our age, really? and yeah, like potential roommate maybe. That Gonna study cool. business, but he's he's a race car driver. I thought it was pretty crazy. Maybe you never know. Like you, he could get you into the race car business, and maybe there's a lot of money in there. Yeah. You do finances for some of those guys, or you know, one of those businesses in there, you'd be very well off. That is so true. That's so true. Yeah. There's a lot of connections for you as well, you know, like, especially in the health fitness industry, mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Massive. There's so many people that you can meet, potential coaches or trainers, you know, or other or people like you that might want to work to start a new gym of their own. Yeah. You know, they say that um, you're only like three connections away from, like, Elon Musk. So you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows Elon Musk. So if you can just build those that's a pretty strong that's a connections, pretty cool. you can get to the top real quick. You got to know how to talk to people. And one of the things that I've been trying to do recently is like get out of my comfort zone with talking to people mm-hmm. and like trying to meet new people, especially with the podcast, trying to like have more people on different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start asking like my guests to recommend me <coughs> someone like I don't know and maybe since I know you I say yo you got anybody that I could have on the podcast that would be good and somebody I don't know I meet somebody new build a new connection plus somebody on the podcast how you've been how have you been get out of, getting out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. I love that I love that that's one of the best pieces of advice that anyone no matter what they're doing can hear oh yeah meet new people meet new people you gotta get out new of your LinkedIn comfort zone challenge. to succeed <laughs> LinkedIn, new LinkedIn challenge. challenge, one new connection a day. That's right, baby. That's right. You want to start that? I'll do that. Okay. For you and the listeners, one new connection a day from here on out. Could be tough because, you know, I don't know people. But 
I may have to I may have to text you and like you got a good connection for me or text mm-hmm. some of my different mm-hmm. connections. So that's, right. um, that's how I've been getting out of my comfort zone. That's great. I love it. What's and you the, never know. What's the best way that you've been getting out of your comfort zone that's been optimizing your life recently? Ooh, that's a great question. Probably the best way that I've been getting out of my comfort zone, I'd probably say either either also on LinkedIn or um, it could be anything. Well, do you know do you know what uh do you know what DECA is? Yep. FBLA is. Uh-huh. We just had we just had our district championships, like competitions. Um, uh-huh. And as a senior, I've already done it before, but this year, this year was kind of a big deal. We want to make it to state, and I was to get out of my comfort zone. I was working with a new partner for my competition that I never worked with before. For DECA and for FBLA this time okay. around, and so it's it's like a new challenge like instead of instead of going with someone that i'd be comfortable with that i know we would succeed you know try to put try to like work with somebody new try and make that connection and see how i can work well with new people in a, in a stressful environment uh-huh. and you're taking the risk how, in order to make it big exactly exactly and see how we can succeed and we did we did good you did good. What did you finish? We we got second place, and we're going to state now. So Dang, I'm excited. Yeah, nice. So that's FBLA, DECA, and what's that um, other club that you're a part of? Talking about FCA. FCA, yes. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Which one's been the most beneficial? Ooh, they've all been very beneficial in different ways. I'd say probably least beneficial though is DECA, just because I haven't been quite as involved with it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the most beneficial to me has been FBLA right now because I'm the president of it. And really, yeah. So I that's gotta put been, that in the uh, podcast. Yeah, man. In the podcast uh, description. <laughs> ben Esterbrook, future business owner and current uh, president of Future Business Leaders of America. <laughs> man, yes. that's a long title. That's a yes. long title, man. No, that's in the description. Th- all right, all right. You the title might be like, uh, I don't know. I'll get something good from the podcast and then just... That makes me sound a whole lot cooler than blank, I really blank, am. Blank, blank, blank with Ben Estabrook. <laughs> Love it. No, you got you to gotta hype yourself up for the, uh, the titles. All right, man. That makes me sound a lot cooler than I am, you know. <laughs> nah, man. That's just who you are. I Am I captain? That. I'm not captain You're at not all. Captain. You're not captain. Yeah, but it's been fun being being the president. It's bigger responsibility to lead an organization, but it's really really cool, and you learn a lot. It's you know taking on responsibility that anyone would have to have to have in the future. Organize events, you know, working working out financing dates. How can I organize this group of people and get them excited about something? You mm. know, and you know, and then being kind of a figure like, I got to lead these people. You know, how can I set a good example for them, and how can I show them like, this is how we succeed. Yeah, it's a lot That'd of be good a great experience. thing. How yeah. do you uh, organize? What's their biggest organizing organization thing that you do in FBLA? Well, it's interesting that you say because I'm actually not very good at organizing, and it's one of the things that I've had to work on a lot more. Mm-hmm. And some of the ways that I like to stay organized, I like to stay on top of stuff. I've figured out as hard as it is to not procrastinate stuff is you have to set up a system that works for you so that you're able to check the boxes off. You know, okay. for me, I like to text myself. 
I have like my own phone number really? on my phone. Yeah, and I'll text myself and say, "You got to do this, this, and this today," and then I'll do <laughs> you that. Know they stuff. have an app called Reminders. I know, but I can't use it. I tried, and really? like it's it's like a whole separate thing. But I'll look at my texts. And I know that if I text myself, it's like I see that notification. I'm like, oh, I got a text. But yeah. it's just me, you know? And so then you always, you if you're bored, you always just go text. You, you go to your phone and check if you have any texts. Exactly. You know? I'm like, I see one text. I'm like, oh, shoot. And then I remember I got to do that. And so. That's actually genius. Yeah. So that way, like setting up that sort of system, it's helped me stay organized and stay on top of when I've got tasks that start piling up. It helps me stay on top of what I need to do. That's good. Do you do that with like school too? Mm-hmm. That's just like your to-do list system. Exactly, exactly. It's like a planner for me. Mm -hmm. So you got to find an organization system that works for you. Yes, that's right. That's a big tip right there. Now, um, I noticed that you said um, that you need to f find a way to get people excited about things. I feel like that could be one of the biggest, biggest things that can make people successful in life. And I'm wondering, what's the most efficient strategy to make people excited about things? Ooh, that's a really good question and are we talking about like well uh, what, do you, what do you get people excited for in FBLA like a meet or what right well let's say yeah like a meet and then we'll have like like a fundraiser you know it's like everyone go to this restaurant and we're gonna raise money you know mm -hmm. how can we get people excited for that you know there's different ways of wording it like it could be super boring if you word it one way but I know you're really good at it so you can make it good. True, How do you do true. It? Well, you gotta you gotta really give an incentive for people. Like, why should I go? You know. And so, if it's an event or a meet or we're talking about something, my number one tip, especially for kids like our age, you gotta have food. You gotta have food. Uh huh. I always say we're gonna have donuts. We're gonna have cookies. We're gonna have something like that. And people are like, oh, I that's want great. Some. And that's how we get people to come. So it doesn't matter the actual content of it. You got to have an incentive for why should people come, you know? That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, uh, that reminds me of the FCA uh, mm -hmm. cornhole. Yeah, tournament. yeah, yeah. We got the, uh, yeah, so um, you told me about, you posted on your story, gift cards, mm -hmm. gift card mm -hmm. prizes, and look how many people showed up. That's right. And I would like to mention to all those podcast viewers out there, Andrew McLean, the winner of the FCA yes, Cornhole Tournament. Yes, sir. We don't miss. A little fun fact. I won that tournament because I needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, $50. I need that. I need that gift card. And it happened to be an Amazon gift card. Mm. And um, with that $50 gift card, I contributed to the microphones we were speaking into. Let's go. Right now. Let's go. Because I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's full circle right there. It was it was the January, and uh, I had already transferred all of my money out of my uh, savings account, mm -hmm. so I couldn't transfer any more. Oh, no. So what I did was I won that cornhole tournament with Luke. You got you to be good at... Uh, finding out who you want to work with too that's good yeah that I was smart Luke. that was smart because uh, i know he's good at everything you have the connections so i got the 50 dollars amazon gift card and then i talked to uh, about three different people to lend me the money yeah to buy the rest because it was 200 bucks for the for the microphone so i talked to nathan he was on the podcast yesterday he didn't want to do it because he was going to lose interest on his bank account i'm like man it's going to be a few cents <laughs> I talked to my sister. Shout out. She's a real one. 
she's probably listening to this right now always always there to help me so i appreciate that she gave me the money and um i bought it paid her back when i could and got the microphones let's go yeah well i just wanted to say that was a fun story i think that's a great story yeah that was so cool and and andrew he backed up every single word he said about cornhole he's a beast (laughs) he told me he i i told him about it he told me he was like he's like all right what's the prize i'm gonna win (laughs) and i told him i told him what it was and he backed it up he destroyed i was like all right i'm about to win now (laughs) yeah yeah that was fun we played you guys in the in the championship that's right that's right and let me tell you, my partner was trash. But I'm not trying to make excuses. <laughs> you guys were better, but my partner was trash. Wow. Trash talking out here. <laughs> but uh, I um, I chose the boards, too. I did every... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to stay on my board, so yeah. I like, kicked people off my boards. I said, get out of here. <laughs> I did everything I could to win. And you have to do everything you can to succeed in life. That's right. Ooh, that's gas. That's gas. That's good. Those boards were fun. You made those boards? My dad made those boards. <sighs> they were pretty cool. Shout out to dad. Those boards are gas. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, uh, you gotta go give thanks all around. Oh, yeah. Thanks to everybody because, like I said, it's mostly other people that um, can that bring you up to the top. You just got to know how to interact with those people. You got to know how to interact with those the people. The podcast is all about optimization and making your life like the best possible. The analogy that I use is like an orange, like squeezing the juice mm-hmm. so you get the most juice out of your life. How have you been organizing your life, making your life better to get the most out of it recently? That is a great analogy. I appreciate it. Love it. Thank you. That goes well with an analogy, like, talking about the connections, like, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they they all had, they had the billion dollar idea, Amazon, Tesla, mm-hmm. but how, what are you going to do with a billion dollar idea if you can't sell it to anyone? What are you going to do with it if you can't talk to anyone, if you can't present it? You're Facts. going nowhere in life. That's absolutely true. They were, who they, was it, there was uh, somebody who was telling me about, um, this girl went to Harvard, absolute genius. But um, she didn't have those social connections. Mm. So she went back and she was living in her parents' basement. But she did great at Harvard. She was very smart. Mm-hmm. So you got you got to know how to talk to people. And I was actually thinking about this today. Um, freshman year, biology class, you and me. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about success. Yeah, we were. And uh, I remember you were saying uh, how smart you are is... Uh, um, like an indicator of success, like IQ. In some aspects, yeah, it can and be. And I was saying, like how how well you get along with people. The thing, but I was—that's what I said to you. But I thought that meant like how nice you are to people and stuff like that. But that's not mm. actually the case. What do you mean by that? Like uh, getting, like getting along well with people is not like how nice you can be to them. It's like how you can get them like build a a good relationship with a person Mm, and like get on their level connect on the same level as them yep if you can do that you can be i mean you have power you're exactly right you're exactly right i remember one of the coolest stories i've heard is uh i think it's the ceo of costco 
We all love Costco. I don't know oh, a yeah. single person that does not like Costco. The guy who founded Costco, I don't even think he was not very smart. He was mm-hmm. he didn't really know what he was doing. I think he went to OK College and he just and he was struggling. And but he was the one that he came he he went with his buddies and he started working in this like wholesale warehouse. And he was like, "This is genius. We should do this." But make it into a store for regular people. And so that's exactly what he did. But he couldn't have done it without being able to get on other people's level and oh, talk yeah. with other people. Because he wasn't he wasn't the smartest person. He didn't he doesn't have like the credentials, you know. But he was able to get the connections to succeed. That's fast. I think that's the most powerful thing you can have. Would you say soft skills are more important than like IQ? I would agree, yes. It's fast. Because Every person, every person's got God-given talent to some extent, you know, mm-hmm. whether that be, you know, mental, your intelligence, your smart, your social, your, you know, athletic ability, whatever it might be. There's stuff that we can't control that people are good at. But I think it's the stuff that we can control. Like you said, your compatibility. to the top. Exactly. Because everyone starts, you know, it's not an even starting point. But everyone, it's still an uphill climb, you know? Yeah. It all starts with getting out of your comfort zone, right? That's right. To build those soft skills. I know I was terrible at talking to people, but I started doing the podcast, just practicing, trying to become better and better. I will say, over the years, I've seen you improve drastically Thank at talking you. to people. I used to be terrible. <laughs> you were like, I used to be so nervous. I could barely talk to people, hold a conversation, but... You know, mm-hmm. gotta get better, constantly improving. One of the things that I um, do to optimize my life, just little small things, you know, working out every day. Yes. And that, you know, enables me to squeeze more out of my life. What is something you do to, uh, like a little tip or something that you do to squeeze more out of your life, make it more enjoyable? Mm. Could be anything at all. Well, I'm I'm right there with you with working out. First off, I love working out. Oh yeah. And every day it gives you, you know, kind of the boost that you need to keep going. And it's very good for your mind too. When when you work out, you get the endorphins and you get that like serotonin. It's yes. really good for you. I would also say, I would say, probably the most underrated thing that I do that I love to do is. Um, reading books about stuff I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I like reading as well. What kind of stuff do you read? I like to read. I like to read about a lot of different stuff. I like to. I'll both watch podcasts and I'll read. I'll read books about like, you know, because I love business. I'll read. I'll look at the economy. I'll, I'll listen a lot about current politics. I'm very. I like to, you know, stay up to date on what's going on. Yeah. I like to, you know, if there's something that I don't know about. Um, I want to be educated. I want to be on top of stuff. And it keeps your mind active. I was actually having this conversation with my sister the other day. She was talking to me about, she's like, she's like, Ben, like, when I get bored, you know, or I'm trying to stay awake or something, I'll like, I'll do some activity like coloring or a puzzle, but I'll get more tired. I'm like, Abby, that's because you have to think about the activity you're doing. How much of your brain are you working? Your brain is kind of used to it. Exactly. It's mind. It's a mindless activity. If I can do it while having a conversation with you, it's probably not working my brain. It's probably not my brain's not experiencing any growth yeah. or getting out of that comfort zone. Right. 
or take like doing a puzzle, which is a pretty mindless activity versus playing a game of chess where you got to strategize. Yeah. You got to think about your next move, what the opponent's going to do. And it gets your brain active, like activated. And it kind of uses more parts of your brain, right? Mm-hmm. Doing those sorts of activities, thinking about like what you're doing. That's, that's how you can improve. Would you say books and podcasts, uh, put you on that level? I would say, I would say they can. Yeah. It depends on what you're reading. Yeah. Possibly after as well, because then you're, they, you get all this information and then when you're processing it after you still have to think about it mm-hmm. and how can you use it? Yeah, that's exactly right. You when did you start listening to a podcast and reading books? Uh, I actually did kind of during COVID and every school year I kind of go through a cycle where I slow down during school, but then I pick it back up when we're, when we're not in school and we're not doing schoolwork. Yeah. Um, but I loved, I love staying up on different podcasts and different books reading about one of my favorite authors is Milton Friedman. Oh yeah. He's, he's an economist and he writes these books, really, really good books explaining the economy and why our economy is better than any other one in the world. Mm-hmm. And why why it works, you know, and that's something great for you to be reading. Mm-hmm. And you're so, focused. Yeah, yeah, it's really, I really, like really good information. I think honestly, anyone can read it. If anyone has questions about like how does how does our economy work and what what does this stuff even mean, like check it out. Capitalism and Freeman, and F- Capitalism and Freedom by Milton Friedman. That's yeah, go it check is. it out. Gas book. I might have to check it out. Although. I'm not really uh, an economist. That's all right. Yeah. I am going into business, so mm-hmm. that could be beneficial for me. It could be very beneficial. Um, I'm trying to focus on, like, one thing at a time, you know? Yep. That's a good plan. Another thing with the podcast and books, if you're a fan of listening to podcasts and reading, you're not a fan of listening to podcasts and reading. You're a fan of yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to self-improve. Very true. Very mm. true. I love that. Yeah. You've been self-improving lately? Of course. Oh, yeah. You're already doing reading, working out, podcasts, anything else? Well, it's kind of going along with working out. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get in a healthier, healthier pattern of getting better sleep, eating healthier, you know? I want to maintain you know, the weight that I am while still gain muscle, lose fat. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's been a good goal to work towards where, how can I, how can I improve while staying at the weight that I am? Now, why do you want to, um, improve your physical? Because I like to prove, I, I would think improving your physical, it helps you in every way. First, it boosts your self-confidence, which is honestly a bigger, bigger deal than a lot of people give it credit for. Two, is when you look good you feel good and you know that's the biggest thing that's right a, there I think that's good. I think that's the biggest thing is the healthier and stronger that you get yourself you feel so good you know mm-hmm. I can tell you right now after like a fire workout you know I just go so hard and you feel really accomplished but you, your body also feels really good you feel refreshing exactly with eating healthy too a lot of people don't want to do it Mm-hmm. But if you would just get get your body used to eating healthy, you feel so much better when you 
when you like uh, than you would have if you ate like garbage. Yeah, that's exactly right. I can noticeably tell a difference. Like when I'll eat, if you eat fast food multiple times and you haven't you haven't like been keeping a check on what you're eating, mm-hmm. I can feel noticeably worse. I have less energy. I don't want to do as much stuff. I feel worse. Rather yeah. than when I'm eating healthy, I notice I feel better. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to do the things that uh, seem uncomfortable. Like if you're eating really unhealthy and you want to start to eat healthy, it's really tough at first because you're in that pattern of eating mm-hmm. unhealthy. And mm-hmm. you're like, nah, I don't want to do that. That's gross. But overall, it'll make your life better. That can be the same with a lot of other things that, you know, seem like you, it's such a terrible move. Like, I don't want to do that. It's going to make my life worse. Yep. What could be a thing that would make seems like it'd make your life worse but it actually makes your life better Ooh, that's a good question i working out i firmly think working out because it's initially painful but i would say social media think about this way we put so much time and effort into social media and we spend so much time worried about what do people think about my Mm -hmm. life you know what do people think about what's going on you know and if you kind of take a step back from that and you're able to focus on yourself instead of this digital world and your self appearance, you know, you'll feel so much more fulfilled and gratified. True. So that's kind of like you, you're doing something that you think is going to make your life better, but it actually makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So quitting social media, you think it's going to be terrible. Right, right. But if you actually do, it's going to make your life better. Mm-hmm. That's something I've done. I've just cut, cut back past few years way better exponentially better highly recommend it for anybody Mm. listening Mm. so good i would say that's one of the best moves you can do i would agree and i don't think you even have to completely cut off i think you know limiting yourself putting boundaries on yourself if you know like i spend way too much time on this or that then you got to know all right this is when i stop myself you know or I shouldn't be looking at this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it helps you get into a better mindset. That dopamine addiction, too. That's right. That's You're always right. wanting those more likes. I've been there. It's not It's not a good place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're constantly trying to see that next that next little uh, notification to try and get that dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. It's not a good place. You're distracted from what you know, you're really supposed to be doing. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you said, when you were talking about you know, changing your diet, like, it seems like a hard thing to break because you get into a pattern, right? One of my favorite things I've ever heard is, it's actually a fact that it takes 21 days of you doing something, it could be anything, for it to become a habit. And else, so it takes 21 days for you to break that habit. So you can't expect yourself to instantly, if you're eating healthy, eating healthy, and healthy, it's a habit. You can't expect yourself to just one day, done. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a challenge to break that habit. It's going to be tricky. You got to you got to work in a new habit. So twenty one days, that's the goal. Yeah, um, my step or my dad's girlfriend was uh, trying to talk to me about uh, a gym called the uh, Habits, mm-hmm. and it's like a free trial for twenty one days. So you get that. You go there for twenty one days, and it's like uh, you know, develop the habit if you don't have it. Yep. Yeah, could be a decent idea. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Habits are absolutely crucial. They are. That's what builds you. Very true. 
do you have like an end motivator in life to get to this one spot or what's your biggest motivator behind everything we're getting a little deeper here we've talked about this a little bit on previous podcasts I feel like I think probably the biggest biggest motivation for me you know would be would be my faith would be you know going back to what I believe I believe in God and you want to you know, try and uh, be like God or what's behind it I want to not as much be like God but I want to serve God in everything I do and how can I one kind of live my life to his standard like how can I live live my life the way he has wanted me to live it out mm-hmm. while serving him and you know how can I share God to other people mm-hmm. so how are you going to live your life um, through God with uh, your financial career and the business that's a great question there's I think there's so many people in the business sector that have got it all wrong and we look in movies and books and history and every time who's the bad guy it's the, the rich. big rich businessman in there. Mm-hmm. and that is exactly the opposite of what I'm trying to show is yeah. you can make it in the business world but it doesn't have to be driven by self-interest you know back to that Costco guy that we were talking about earlier He's making millions of dollars with his Costco. It succeeds. It blows up, right? He could have taken as much money as he possibly could. He gets paid no more than pretty much any other Costco worker. He makes... Really? Yeah. He's one of the... I don't even think he gets paid a million dollars a year. Like, it's... Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. He And he sets his own wage. He could, he could get paid $50 million a year if he wanted to. But he said no. Every, every one of my employees, they're going to get full benefits. We're going to pay them right. And one of the only grocery stores out there that does not have a union is Costco. Because those workers, they don't need a union because they're paid Dang. so well and they're so well taken care of. That yeah. right there, that's how you run a business well. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that's how. I think the biggest way is just to, whatever, if you get lost in your business or, um, you know, you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I've had this experience sometimes. What you can always go back to is just helping people. Yes. If you just try and help people and you love what you're doing, I feel like the money will follow. Very true. Like with Very the podcast true. and everything that I've started up, lawn mowing and things like that, what I've noticed is just try and help people as much as you can and they return it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's probably the biggest thing with business. Look how many people Jeff Bezos has helped. Pretty much everybody. You've ordered something from Amazon. You're exactly Multiple right. Multiple things. You're exactly right. Look how much Elon Musk is helping out. You're exactly right. Quite a bit. So, start with helping people. Then the rest will follow. I love it. Work shouldn't feel like work. If you're really following what you're passionate about, you know, business, we shouldn't we shouldn't give because we have to. This is This is one of the things that people get so caught up in this whole like look at Europe they're so happy because you know they get free college and they get whatever well the government shouldn't force you to take your money away you should give to people who are in need from the goodness of your own heart mm. that's what I firmly that's a believe good point. you know I think like you're why forced to give that's exactly I would rather give to the people who I want to give to than you know to whatever government agendas got going oh yeah 
It's like a tech at school with the volunteer hours, quote unquote volunteer hours, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you you have to do it. Exactly. You're not a exactly. volunteer. Come on now. Yeah, it's mandatory hours. You got to provide an incentive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to provide an incentive for people want that want to. The biggest thing when it le- when it why I want to do all this stuff is um I want to be able to do whatever I want. Mhm. Yeah, life is meant to be lived. You're exactly right. So I want to go do stuff. I want to experience what the world has for me. There's no better way to There's say so it. So much so much out there. I want to travel. One of my biggest motivators. I love that. But then I feel like I may get bored of that. Mhm. So then I have to I have to move on to something deeper. Something deeper within, which is something that I can leave behind when I'm dead. Mm. That's good. Do you ever feel like like what you're pursuing for your future, for your career, like what am I leaving behind? What are people going to think about? What impact have I made? Do you ever think about that? I do. And I just want to leave something that, you know, people that I've helped people out and I made the world a better place. I feel like if I can do that, then, you know, I'd be happy with myself. Mm. I also think that though, that that might be like a selfish act because that's just all in my head. Like I want to help people so I can feel good about myself. Right. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe. It's an interesting like, way to think it really about it. Does it really matter if I even like leave the world a better place or is it just in my head? Oof, that's interesting. Who knows? That's a good way to think about it. But I would, I would say, look at, look at the people around you who you're helping. Who, kind of, if you see the impact that you've changed, I think then it really does matter. It's, it's bigger than just kind of what's in your head. Like for example, my family, we volunteered. We went on a mission trip to Mexico, one year, mm-hmm. and we built a house for these, for this family that they didn't have a house, they didn't have anything, and. It wasn't a big house. It was probably, you know, like a storage shipping container? Yeah. A little bigger than that. That was a whole house. And it took us maybe a week to build. And, but it changed these people's lives because they were able to survive now in their new house. And they weren't always looking around for a place to stay. They had a stable place where they could live. The, the dad was able to go out. He was able to get a job. And they were able to provide for themselves now. So, you know, we've been able to see the impact of that and how much it's changed their lives. Yeah. You know, and I think of, like, that's bigger than anything that I can think that of. That helps you as well as them. Mm-hmm. There's some guiding force where doing doing the right thing or, like, um, you know, doing the best thing that helps the most people is is what makes you feel the best and what leads you over, like optimizes your life Mm. you know I've said it I don't know if I told this to you but I know I said it to someone like you know like uh, the Christian attributes like what what the Bible says to do Mm -hmm. even if you're not Christian the way to live to optimize your life is by following those rules yes even if you're not Christian I love that because you can see the benefits Mm-hmm. It's weird that, you know, the Bible has these rules that they tell you to live the best life. Mm-hmm. But then even, like, you see it in just the world and nature. If you follow those rules, I mean, it gives you the best 
life. Yes, that's exactly right. An example would be like, you know, murder. If you go murder, that's terrible. You're not going to, you're going to go to jail and it's going to be, it's going to be a terrible experience for you. If you don't, then you're going to be better. But helping people, it says to help people in the Bible, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, if you help people as much as possible, that's going to, going to provide you with the best experience. You're exactly right. I love that. God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it has these rules that and if you follow them it sets you up for the best experience mm-hmm. that you can have here. Yes. I love it. That's that's a really good point. I think so many people have gotten messed up about, you know, uh, that they want total freedom. They don't want any rules to live by in their life and they mm-hmm. want to be you know, I'm going to live the way I want to live and no one's going to tell me different. And yeah. let me tell you why that's wrong. Because in the grand scheme of things, we humans, we don't know too much. We're like, we're like a child, right? And you're not going to say to your child, like, you can, free reign, you can do whatever you want. Because what if your child says, I want to play with this knife, right? Well, they could hurt themselves with that knife. They don't know it's potentially dangerous. Yeah. But it is. And so as humans... By living by these standards, by taking away the knives in our lives, right, that we might not even realize are dangerous, you know, we're setting ourselves up for success. That parent, they're going to yeah. take away the knife from their kid because they know it's going to be a detriment to them. They're going to hurt themselves, and they want their kid to succeed. Sometimes it's the that same kid way we still live. wants that knife, though. Exactly. And we got to understand. Mm-hmm. And we got to understand sometimes that even when we don't know why, but we you know living living in certain ways even when we don't want to it will benefit yeah and the kid with that knife he may you know he wants it he may cut himself so after he's going to learn that he shouldn't do that mhm it's just it's weird it's like this universal way of living that i feel if anybody if people do it then they're going to be the happiest version of themselves i don't know if there's any other guiding force that could lead him to that path. I don't think there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fascinating. Very fascinating. Man, look at those mountains. Beautiful. Feel bad for all these listeners. They can't see this. I know. Maybe I should upload a picture with the podcast. Ooh, that'd be good. A little 46-minute bomb so far. It's been a good one, though. Yeah, it's been fun. Every time I'm on here, I feel like I learn something new. Exciting. That's why I started the podcast. I just want to learn from people. Love it. Yep. That's one of the things I respect about you most. Is you're always you want to know why do why do people do what they do? How can you use that to improve yourself? Yeah, I mean I've talked about it on the podcast before. The best way to uh, to learn and put yourself higher up is to learn from other people because they condense their whole life down to what they know mm-hmm. and the best things and they give it right to you they're that's willing right. to that's right yeah you would agree with that that's I would the agree best with way. that better than books better than podcasts other people podcasts are also very good because you have other people mm-hmm. it's true mm-hmm. people love to talk about themselves if you just sit there and listen you can learn so much about a person's yeah. life yeah I love to listen you can, you can take from other people, mm-hmm. but I also like to try and give to other people as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, I started a YouTube channel. 
Did you really? Yeah. What's it called? The Pump Gallery. The Pump Gallery. Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's go. You know, I'm just getting out of my comfort zone. I said, screw it. I'm putting everything out there now. <laughs> still kind of, still kind of, you know, not too comfortable with it yet. Right. So, right. but I'm working on it. In the working works. On it. Yeah. Love it. We do pumps. We do pumps. Yeah. <laughs> Workout videos, helping people out. I love it. That's exactly what you need. And think about this. What if one day in the future, you're going in to somebody and they're saying, why should we give you the money so you can start this new gym up? What 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 have you what experience do you have? And you're like, look at my pump gallery. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for years, right? Yeah. I'm also getting personal trainer certified. Really? Yeah. That's sweet. So, you know, start a little personal training business. You're going to be... We on the road. You're going to be on top. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew McLean. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Estabrook. <laughs> Andrew is one of the most driven people. Oh, He's succeeding. It. Doesn't matter what age. I try succeeding. my best. I try my best, you know. You do what you can. That's right. Yeah, so um, FBLA, mm-hmm. most beneficial because you're basically running your own business. In some ways, it's not like a business. I'd call it more of an organization, you know, because yeah. it's a club. So, so you're you the president. Yeah. Getting involved. That's right. Getting real involved. Getting real that, involved. That's the three main clubs you do. Yeah. Plus school. Plus school. Plus golf. We got golf. Anything else? I mean, I do like, I do a few other things like National Honor Society, but, you know, they're kind of sad things. Not as exciting. Yeah, so. National Honor Society. I haven't been to one of those meetings, <laughs> but I'm in it. Yeah, I got my scholarship and I'm good to go. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, love it. Right now, if I stand, if I stand strong in what I believe, you know, and <clears throat> I say the truth, and you know, I don't need one. I don't need to. I don't care if people don't like me. People can say what they want about me. Yeah. But two, you know, your true, people's people's true intentions and true actions will always come out. You know, you can say whatever you want, but if Joe Rogan is really a bad person, you know, but he just slipped up one time, yeah, then it's going to show. If you um, try and be your best self and do what's right all the time, then you know, I bet you'll be fine. Exactly, exactly. That's why I'm not scared. Yeah. It's kind of sad that, you know... People slip up. Everybody messes up. Everybody messes so up. So it's kind of sad to see, like, some... You know, I believe that Joe Rogan is a great person. He's very open-minded. He is. I've learned a lot from him and listening to him. So it's kind of s- sad to see him, like... Like, people trying to cancel him for something mm-hmm. he did way in, way in the past. Yeah, and regardless of what people think of him, he's proven to be one of the best entertainers. Oh, yeah. He's fascinating to listen to. He's great at... um getting more out of people and talking to people yeah he's great with his questions and wording and everything very true i believe that's why he's the best that's right he can he can get a lot out of people he can i'm trying to strive for that level you get there just to get the most most i just wanted when i started i just wanted to like talk to people Mm because i had nothing better to do right right so that's what and it gets those deep conversations going you can hang out there's a difference between like hanging out with somebody and then like trying to provide content for somebody else very true 
Yeah, it's just fi- fine line. Yeah. Do you have you found like certain people are like content type people, and certain people you, yes. it's hard it's hard to make a get con- content yes. out of. Um, yes, I have. Some people are great friends. Like I love hanging out with them, and they're fun to be around. And then different people are great at providing information and great at like helping people out via the podcast mm-hmm. and releasing information. Yeah. You're one of the people who are uh, very good at getting information out. I appreciate it. Because you're a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just capping. I'll do what I can. Do what I can. And some people are both. I gotcha. Or maybe it's just me like struggling to get the most out of people. No, it's nah. not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more tip that you got for the viewers. <laughs> one, more, one more tip. Your best piece of advice of all time. That my you can best give to people. My best piece of advice. <sighs> That's it. I would say probably right now with the with where I'm at being the have no idea what I'm doing high school kid you know I would say you gotta be go into everything and just be happy that you're there and think about you know I'm grateful for what I got enjoy life at every moment enjoy life at every moment and people will come up to me and they'll say what do you think about this aren't you stressed and I'll say I'm just happy to be here because that's all you need that is fantastic you're only as good as you believe you are Mm. Right, if you don't think you're, you're right. good, you could you could be as rich as Elon Musk. You can be as good as Elon Musk. If you don't think you're good, you're not good. That's true. So that's two pieces of advice there. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. That's all good. So um, I've been starting to. Uh, but last semester, I, I was like um, disappointed about you know the past being behind me, like summer. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this summer was great. And now, and now. I'm like, man, I missed last semester. So you got to realize that you're in the good old days right now. Yes. And start to enjoy it. Yes. So true. And um, your last piece of advice was you're only as good as you believe you are. So you got to have that mindset that you're the, you're the greatest. That's right. Mm-hmm. We, hey. stay, we stay humble, but... You gotta oh, know. Yeah. You gotta know. You gotta go into things with a positive mentality. You gotta uplift, lift yourself. Stay humble, but have a good, have a good mindset on what you can be. That is right. Shout out Kanye. Lift yourself, baby. Yes, sir. Hey, signing off the podcast for now. Tune in next time. Thanks for having me.